Hey, I'm Kat, mom of three and founder of Ritual, the company setting a new standard in the supplement industry. When I was pregnant with my first daughter, I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and thinking, what's in this stuff? All I found were vitamins high in heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and lacking in the very essential nutrients we need. I believe women deserve to know what they are putting in their bodies and why. So at four months pregnant, I quit my job to reinvent the prenatal vitamin. We scoured the world for the best quality ingredients, backed by clinical studies and third-party tested for heavy metals and microbes. And this year, we were awarded the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project, the supplement safety certification that tests for 200 harmful chemicals and toxins. With Ritual, you'll know where your ingredients come from and why we use them. Join our family of skeptics with 40% off your first month when you visit ritual.com slash podcast. Coming to you from Nashville, Tennessee, this is Parareality Radio. I'm Sandman, and I'll be your host this evening for the next hour. Good evening, everybody, and thanks for tuning in. Today is Monday, October the 1st, 2012, and that means that it's time for another episode of Parareality Radio. Tonight, my guests, I actually have two of them. My guests are going to be Brett and Gina Oldham. They have uh, both been investigating the paranormal since their teen years, and together they are Halo Paranormal and are based out of Lebanon, Tennessee. Their research encompasses a wide spectrum of the paranormal, including ghosts, UFOs, and cryptozoology. They're known for attracting large numbers of EVPs during ghost investigations and for their work with the ITC, which is more commonly known as the Spirit Box, and we'll get into that a little bit later on during the show. They have been featured on numerous radio shows, both in the here in the in the states and in Europe. They've been in magazines and newspaper articles, internet TV, cable television, and actually, they have recently uh, been featured as guests in the primetime television show called the new files in Bulgaria of all places. And it's going to be interesting to find out how in the world they got on TV in Bulgaria. That's a pretty interesting feat. Uh, evidence that they've obtained from two of their cases will be presented uh, this upcoming season on two separate episodes of my ghost story, which is featured on the discovery channel, which once again is uh, that's a amazing accomplishment, something that I wish that I could boast that I've done. But, uh, so they've got a lot 
of experience between the two of them, and they're they're uh, experts with the spirit box work, or ITC as they more commonly call it. And we'll get into, like I said, we'll get into all that later. Later, uh, Brett and Gina have recently contributed two articles to uh, uh, Brett Steiger's new book, uh, "Real Ghosts, Restless Spirits, and Haunted Places." And those of you who don't know who Brad Steiger is, he is a renowned paranormal author and investigator. And Brett has contributed articles to Bigfoot newsletters and been interviewed uh, on such uh, by such luminaries as uh, uh, UFO uh, expert Travis Walton and John Lear, uh, which were first purpose published uh, by Alternate Perceptions magazine and later picked up worldwide. Brett is also the author of an audio book called Ghost Stories of Las Vegas. And uh, if you've never been to Las Vegas, there are a lot of stories that can be told, and I can only imagine what kind of ghost stories can be told out there at Las Vegas. So Brett and Gina Oldham have so much experience, and and they are, not only are they very knowledgeable in the field, but they're great people. I've had the pleasure over the last uh, few weeks to get to know them personally, and uh, this is going to be a great interview. I've been looking forward to this for a while, and I really appreciate them being on the show. But before I introduce them to you guys, as like I haven't already, but before I actually bring them on, let me tell you how you can get in touch with me because, you know, there are a few different ways. If you're a longtime listener of the show, you know what this means. And if you're a first-time listener, here's all the different ways you can get in touch with me, Sandman, here on Parareality Radio. First of all, if you have Yahoo Messenger, you can... Send me an instant message by using my screen name, which is GreyDragon98. That's G-R-E-Y-D-R-A-G-O-N with the number 98 on the end of it. There's no hyphen or underscore or space anything. It's just GreyDragon98. If you're not already on my contact list, though, please let me know that you listen to the show whenever you send me a friend request. Otherwise, I'll decline your invitation thanks to all of the uh, spam mail that's out there on the instant messenger services these days. I, I cannot believe that spam has infiltrated the instant messenger services. So, you know, unless you uh, tell me you're a listener of the show, I'm probably going to decline your invitation because I don't want to pay $10 to see anyone take their clothes off and I'm not going to go to your website. So let me know you're my friend. Uh, also, go to my website, www.parareality.com. You can check out uh, all things related to Parareality Radio there. You can download the show. You can listen to old shows. You can find out what's going on with, with me, Sandman. You can also send me an email. That's Sandman at Parareality.com if you want to get in touch with me via email. Also, I am available on Facebook. If you go to Facebook.com, just look for Sandman.Parareality. have a lot of show-related stuff, some videos, extra stuff about my guests, and some other things that you probably won't find on the internet. It's more personal about me, Sandman. And uh, go to Facebook.com, Sandman.Parareality to look me up on there. Finally, finally, you can still call the studio line. I still got that studio line up and running, even though I'm not, as of right now, doing a live show. The, the plan is, in the future, hopefully, if things continue to work out well, the show is going to be back live on the air. But I still keep the studio line open in case you want to call and leave me a message or something like that that you want played back on the show. The number to call is 615-692-1170. Just be aware that if you call and leave me a message, I may play your comment back on the show. So if you don't want your comment played on the show, you better tell me when you call me. That number to call once again is 615 692 
70. You never know. I'm, I'm in the studio all the time working on the show, so I may actually pick up the phone and answer. So you may just get lucky and get in touch with me. So those are all the different ways that you can get in touch with me, Sandman, here on Parareality Radio. So now I've got all that preliminary stuff out of the way and wasted the first seven minutes of the show. I'm going to get Brett and Gina Oldham in here, but first of all, I'm going to play a little bit of music because, you know, now it's music break time. This is Rise Today by Alter Bridge, and we'll be back in just a few minutes with Brett and Gina Oldham. Enjoy the music, everybody. I'll see you in a little bit.
You are listening to Parareality Radio, your information source for all things paranormal. New episodes available the first Monday of every month. Turn on, tune in, and find out. If you wish to change, you must first lift the veil of ignorance that has been cast over your eyes. Only then will you see the true power of the universe. All right, welcome back to the show. I am pleased to have on the line my guests for this evening, Brett and Gina Oldham, and together they form Halo Paranormal. Welcome to Parareality Radio, Brett and Gina. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us, man. I have been looking forward to this uh, for, wow, probably about a month now, and um, I'm really excited for you guys to to, to Tell a little bit about the history of of not only yourselves but of Halo Paranormal because it just when I was reading your bio, you know, it you guys have done a lot, a lot more than actually than I than I originally thought. So you, I'm you're like uh, big time celebrities. <laughs> Don't know about that, but you know, one thing we do try to, to do is be diverse, and um, we're not just ghost investigators and and, you know, we do have interest in in crypto stuff, and uh, both of us have been doing UFO research for a lot of years, and uh, kind of specializing more in the abduction uh, phenomenon that is associated with that. But so that you know, we can kind of branch out in a lot of different ways. Um, but we do uh, with with the ghost research. You know, we do go with spirit communication, uh, focus on that really more than anything, because it seems like that a lot of the, the, the photographs that you can take and, and, and even video, I mean, with, with the, uh, I mean, even iPhone has an app out now. Uh, if you haven't heard about it, I'm sure you probably have, but uh, where, you know, people have got these fake ghost photos, and oh, yeah. it's just so difficult with that now. And, and we, we've actually been fortunate enough on three or four occasions to, to capture full body apparitions and and even with that uh, people say oh you know it's Photoshop it's an, it's mm-hmm. an iPhone app and, and whatever and we've had to we'll always be willing to provide uh, the original photo so they can read the extra data on it to prove but with with the uh, with EVP and the ITC I mean it's of course anything can be fake with modern technology but it's yeah. a lot more difficult and so and we just achieved so so many amazing results with that. It's really led us down that uh, more than anything um, recently in the last few years, especially since we uh, since we started doing spirit box work. Well, the this the spirit box is something obviously that we're going to get into uh, here during the show. But I, I want to start out by kind of getting a little bit of history about the two of you i know you said you've been doing the paranormal since uh, both of you have been in your teens so what 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 happened how did you get i, I know for me uh i was about nine or ten whenever i had my first experience and what what happened with you to get you involved in it well um for me uh you know i was one of those strange kids where i was always fascinated by by anything paranormal Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, from the time that I was, you know, very small, like around five. And um, I had my actually first 
paranormal experience when I was about uh, 11 or 12. Uh, we uh, actually moved into a house uh, that was, I believe, to be haunted. And there were a lot of uh, activity in this house, kind of like pol poltergeist activity. Um, so I, I think that, you know, spurned it on for me. But, you know, again, I was the kid that was reading about the Loch Ness Monster or Big yeah. or You know, um, anything that, that I could get my hands on and read or, or programs to watch, uh, I was just always fascinated by it, you know, and I think it just it went on from there. What about you, Brett? Probably something pretty similar to that. I I started having experiences actually at age five, and um, and it just escalated my whole childhood. And I was kind of one of those kids that I'd go and something uh, something would happen, and I would go and try to tell my parents about it, and they would just say it was my imagination and tell me to go back to bed and stuff, <laughs> stuff like that, you know. So uh, and 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 that led me into the the same thing. I would just get read everything I could get my hands on and try to learn and, and try to understand like uh, what was uh, what was causing these events to happen to me and uh, I, I was even um, clairaudient when I was a child and I would I would hear them and you know of course it would just scare me beyond belief at that time oh yeah and so it was just a, a quest for knowledge to understand, like, what was happening with, with all that. And that just sort of like Gina said, uh, I was always looking up at the sky, you know, trying to see if there was, uh, see a spacecraft or something, even mm -hmm. laying up when I was a young child, just looking up sky watching and stuff. And, and then I would I heard the stories of, uh, of Bigfoot and, and the Loch Ness Monster and Mothman and things like that. And just anything that was supernatural or mysterious, I was attracted to, and just just led on to bigger bigger things all the time. Well, how did the two of you get into investigating? Because ha having an interest, you know, is is one thing, and and learning about it is is one thing. But actually getting out there to investigate stuff—that's something that's a, a a little bit, you know, beyond what most people would do. So, how did you get into investigating? We just kept hearing about, you know, people would have, it just seemed to happen. I mean, people would approach us, and um, and we found even now, like, if you, a lot of people are real hesitant to, to, to talk about experiences because they're at risk of embarrassment and, and that type of thing, and uh, just society's views of it, which thankfully is really starting to change a lot, we think. And Yes, it is. Um, so people, people, we you know, they... They'd like, oh, well, I heard that you have an interest in this or know about this or something. And and the next thing you know, I mean, we just started, like, going on investigations trying to help people. And, and that's still the reason that we do it, um, except now it's kind of got to the point that not only do we try to help the living, we try to help uh, those who have passed just as much as we try to help the living. And that's something I want to give you kudos for because there are so many uh, – groups or investigators or what what have you who want to investigate the paranormal and they want to find all this cool evidence you know they want to see a full-bodied apparition they want to catch something on film or video or or an evp or whatever but that's where it ends you know ooh, look at what that look at what i got i got this cool thing but then you don't go any further and try to 
help or really have real communication or get to know what's on the other side. And so that is something that I give you kudos for because it it's it's all part of it, but it's a a very overlooked part of it. Yeah, I think oh, I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the the people don't realize. I mean, everybody is afraid of ghosts because basically they're just afraid of the unknown. Right. And they don't realize like once you do this for a long time, you start understanding like the messages and stuff that you're hearing and uh, the, the cries for help. Uh, you know, we've got so many EVPs telling us that they're lost, that they're stuck, um, they're confused. Uh, so many asking help, help, help. Um, they're they're afraid. They're afraid to, to, to move on. Um, they don't they they don't know what's happened to them. I mean, there's just uh, probably the majority of, of of ghosts that are out there um, is in a situation like that, and it's really tragic. I mean, a lot of times they're children. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, I know if it was my child or somebody, you know, anything personal like that, you would want to help that individual um, move on to, and progress, uh, do a natural soul progression. And uh, that's really a, a very important aspect that's missed, and too many people are just out for to get uh, some chills on their spine, and, and they're missing the whole point of what this is about. Yeah, that's a very good point. There, There are a lot of people who are just, in it for the thrill and not really truly in it to to try to learn or even help those who are on the other side so that's a very very good point um, wh- when did um, and this may be a too per- too personal of a question and, and forgive me if it is but it is the your love of the paranormal or your interest in the paranormal is that what drew the two of you together or was was this a chance meeting? How did you two get together? Uh, well, I mean, when Brent and I first met, first started dating, we had no idea that, you know, the other was so interested in the paranormal. But I believe it was on one of those dates, uh, the subject came up, and it was kind of funny because we were both kind of filling each other out about, uh, <laughs> about the paranormal because you never know how somebody's going to react to that. That's true. And, um, you know, we were both thrilled when we realized that, um, you know, we, we both had, you know, this, this passion uh, for the paranormal. So it was one more thing that we had in common. And did did the two of you decide to do a Halo Paranormal, like, as a, uh, was this something that just kind of developed as your relationship developed? Or is this something that you sat down and you said, hey, why don't we you know, why don't we make this group or, or whatever? I mean, how, how did Halo Paranormal come into being? We never intended to have a full group. Um, we just thought it would be easier for people to identify with us if we had a, a group name. And um, so that's why, that, that's how Halo came about. Um, but we we just always, so I mean, we did cases just, just me and Gina, a lot of them. And what we freelance with other, other groups invite us sometimes. Um, we are pretty particular. In fact, we're real particular on, on who we do investigations with 
We right. don't like to investigate. Must be at least 18 years old. Promo code, location, and other restrictions apply. See terms of use for details. Please play responsibly. Call 800-426-2537 for help. Think you know sports? Then try to turn your sports knowledge into real money with the Sleeper app, the ultimate fantasy sports app that can turn game day into payday. With up to 100 times payout and your first deposit matched up to $500. Just download the Sleeper app and pick your favorite sports and players, like Christian McCaffrey's rushing yards. With more stats than any sports app, just choose two or more of your favorite players from pregame, live, or even across different sports. Pick more or less from the predicted stats and ka-ching! You could win up to 100 times your money if your pick wins. With the Sleeper app, you can make picks anytime, even after the game starts, with up to 100 times payout. What are you waiting for? Download Sleeper today and unlock one of the fastest-growing fantasy sports apps in the world. Just go to the App Store, download the Sleeper app today, and use code SPORTS for up to $500 match on your first deposit. That's promo code SPORTS. With a lot of people, um, you know, it's just, it's just there are a lot of nightmare stories out there about stuff like that, and and, and possibly running into the type of shit you just mentioned previously. But um, And we do have others that we will get together uh, on a regular basis. And a lot of times, you know, people will contact us and they'll say, well, how do we, you know, we want to go on an investigation with you. How do we do that? And usually it's a, it's a situation, our, our kind of pat answer is, like, if, if you get the investigation, um, you know, we'll allow you to go. But we, we don't do stuff with, with kids, um, yeah. anybody that's got a drug problem or psychiatric problems that right. we know about or can tell and, um, because if you do run across anything dark, that's the weakest link is where where that energy is going to go, and 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 even in the case of spirit box work, we're we're even more particular about who we do sessions with for that very reason. So uh, we just kind of you know put Halo together, really just so people would have um, something to re- easier to remember and associate us with that. But we're not really. A, we're, it's just Halo's just just us, just Gina and I. So you're, um, you are Halo Paranormal, then you and Gina. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what what about the people who call and say, "Hey, this is Joe Blow. I want to go on an investigation with you," and you you tell them, "Okay, you you find the location, you put it together, and we'll be there." What what percentage of people call you back up and say, "Hey, I've got it." Um, I think we're at um, probably almost zero. <laughs> You sure you don't want to think about that for a second? <laughs> no. I mean, I think people, they start to realize how um, involved that actually is to try and find, you know, a location that you can go to or that someone will allow you to go on their property and actually investigate. Um, it, you know, it's it's not easy. And you'd be pretty surprised how how many people, uh, the fear factor kind of kind of hits in, you know, and... So seeing these uh, these shows on TV or whatever, and, and they're watching it, they it's one thing. But when you're actually there in a, in a noted location and and it's dark and something happens, um, you know we've we've seen some people just really freak out, and and so it's a whole different thing when when, when the reality of what we do. Uh, even with the spirit box, we've had people um, be extremely skeptical and sit in a session, and all of a sudden they hear some stuff that they know. Not you know, everybody says, "Oh, it's the radio," 
uh, and got so frightened that they've left. But that's happened uh, uh, two or three times. Wow. So, um, you know, the reality of paranormal work is a lot of, uh, something a lot of people can't really can't really take in without uh, it, you know it gets to them. So, um, and, and sometimes I think they start thinking that like when they when it gets right down to it, and that kind of eliminates <laughs> a large portion of people as well. Well, I think a yeah. lot of people are looking. Uh, they're the thrill seekers, but if if they actually go and get involved in it and and they're doing it, um, I I don't think they can handle the truth. It's not what they thought it would be. Yeah, that's a very good point, Gina, is a, a lot of it is, you know, sitting around for hours on end with really nothing happening. That's what you don't see on these ghost hunting television shows is the hours and hours of sheer boredom with, without anything happening. And then the hours and hours of pouring over evidence where most of the time, you know, you don't get anything. That's, that's boring, you know, and it, it, but it's, it's, an, it's all part of it. And that's not what's shown on these television shows. So the thrill seekers who watch these shows, they're thinking, Oh, wow, look at this. This is going to be easy. And it's not, it's really not. And, and there's, that gets rid of a lot of them right there. Oh yeah. In, in a way, uh, it's it's nice that some of these shows have brought attention to the paranormal, but it's getting to the point now where they're starting to be a detriment to the paranormal mm. because there's there's too much taunting and there's there's been so much stuff faked. Um, it, it's really starting to get kind of kind of a sad state of affairs with all that. And uh, and you know we we've talked to a couple of uh, production companies about stuff like that and. We just knew from doing the interviews with them um, that we're not going to be somebody's puppet and say stuff they want us to say and do stuff they want us to do. It's just not worth it. So, uh, I, you know, a lot of these people base everything that they do on what they see on, on these shows and yeah. they're, they're way off. And there's so much time involved in an in actual, uh, like you said, going over evidence review. It's just, it's just, I mean, it, it, it's just so time-consuming, I can't even explain it. I mean, it, it's just, uh, it, uh, even the spirit box work is, uh, the audio, audio review of that is even more difficult than regular EVPs, um, because that's a whole, uh, a whole other way of analysis, and, and it takes a lot of time to, to listen, to learn to listen what, uh, you know, what to, to listen for, yeah. and, 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 uh, and it comes in sometimes uh, at a different speed. Um, SS regular EVPs as well, but Spirit Box will do that. And a lot of people miss a lot of that because they're not doing proper analysis because they haven't taken the time to learn how to do it, you know, where, where these are coming from and why and, and, and what to listen for. People still have made that kind of effort into it. Yeah, you're only hearing, I mean, uh, a small portion in real time when you're doing the Spirit Box session. It's amazing when we go back over it, what we're catching, you know, that we didn't realize, you know, that was coming out at the time. Well, speaking of the spirit box, that's basically what the two of you are known for. Um, how did you get involved with that? And and you have called it ITC. So 
explain to us, first of all, what, what does ITC stand for? Because I don't think a lot of people know that. Well, it's, it stands for Instrumental Transcommunication, and basically it means like it, it's spirit communication through any sort of an electronic device. It doesn't have to be, you know, the so-called spirit box, ghost box, which is basically just any form of a radio with the scan button disengaged. Um, and there's all kinds of uh, spirit communication that happens with cell phones, um, uh, through, through TV screens. Um, you know, so it, there's other, other forms uh, of ITC. It just happens to be that the, the spirit box um, is probably one of the most popular and well-known. And how did you get hooked up with the spirit box? When did you first start doing your doing sessions with it? Um, I believe it was probably the first time, probably back in 2009. Um, Brett and I, we just kept hearing a lot about uh, the Frank's box. Right. Um, and, you know, and then... We eventually heard that people were, um, you know, making the radio, the shack hacks, which is actually what we, we use. Um, and we just kept hearing more and more about it. We started researching it, talking to other people that, that was using it. Uh, we were both extremely skeptical. <laughs> but, um, you know, it was something that we wanted to try, so we bought one. Um, and, again, let me say that we researched this, and we really – you know, put a lot of thought into it before we before we did this. We didn't just buy it and just start doing it. I mean, we talked to a lot of people. We were prepared because, um, I mean, it is a serious thing. And we do have, um, you know, certain things we do before a session, during a session, and after a session. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got, it, it actually, um, this, the ITC work goes all the way back to... Um, some great minds in history. I mean, Nikola Tesla, Thomas Edison. Right. Um, you know, so there's there's people. I mean, Tesla. Uh, I mean, he was probably the first person who claimed that he was getting spirit contact through radio waves, and he went so far publicly stating that he believed he was getting alien contact. Now that I did not know. Yeah. Um, and, and Edison had told in the 1920s. Edison told Scientific American magazine that he was working on a machine uh, that would have the ability to contact the dead. So, you know, it just Tesla just happened to beat him to it. But uh, so, you know, it goes it goes back to some great minds like that uh, using that kind of technology, and it and it, it kind of progressed from there. I think uh, there was a guy. Uh, in, in the 60s, uh, a, guy, a doctor, Konstantin Radova, who was a, a Latvian psychologist, and uh, he started doing a lot of experiments um, with this guy named Frederick Jurgensen, who was who's really known as the godfather of regular EVP. And uh, they recorded, I think, somewhere over 100,000 uh, uh, ITC EVP. So... It, you know, it's something that's been around for a long time. It just kind of dies out and comes back. And dies. But then Frank Sumption, I think it was early 2000, 2002 or three, he he came up with these Frank boxes mm-hmm. and, you know, made a big deal about it. But nothing against Frank Sumption, but all he was building was radios. 
<laughs> and uh, they were just big, bulky-looking things, and he claimed, you know, they were special, and there was, like, he numbered them and all this kind of thing. And, uh, and But people just buying these Radio Shack hacks like, like we use, um, we've tried different boxes. We get, we get the same results with, <laughs> with the cheap Radio Shack hack as we, we, we do with anything else. And a lot of it has to do, we have found, with the operator of who is conducting the session. And this goes back to uh, even our, our approach in EVP work um, is when we go into a location, we go into a location fully expecting to make contact. Uh, we, we don't think everything that we experience is paranormal, and of course we try to debunk everything first, but uh, we open ourselves up to it and we kind of get in a little bit of a zone, you know, um, and our, our psychic awareness is open when we go into a location. So, and it's the same thing when we're conducting the spirit box session. We did a lot of different experiments uh, with these sessions, and it is very important that everybody in attendance is at least open to it. Um, if you get too many people, negative people, or people trying that don't want it to work and something like that, you know, it will affect the session. It's not going to stop it from working, but it will affect the responses. If you get a, a five or six like-minded individuals, you can have some amazing things happen. So is that what you think your uh, phenomenal success with the spirit box is, is just your that you have such an open mind? Um, I, don't know if it's, I don't know if it's the open mind per se. It's more of just, uh, you know, we're able to open our psychic awareness up to that point where we're getting that kind of communication. So you think that other people who use it who don't have as much success as you do, you think they're just not in the right, they're not in the right mindset? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, we, we've had people tell us all oh, this, beer box doesn't work, and we're like, you know, just because it doesn't work for you doesn't mean it doesn't work. And, um, you know, so there, there's, we, we've did so many experiments that it would take your full radio show to talk about, but... Uh, where we've we've had, we've brought in other people that want to contact loved ones that we know nothing about. We've mm-hmm. been told personal details. I mean, embarrassing personal details mm-hmm. for people that we've we've did sessions for when they're not even in attendance and found out stuff that we're kind of like even sometimes hesitant to tell them about because it's it was so personal. Wow. We told people right up front, like, look, if, if you've got any secrets, if you've got any skeletons in the closet, you might not want to do a spirit box session because it's a, anything could come out about anybody at any time. Uh, but mm. the beauty of it is is so many people have that we have uh, did sessions for have been able to to contact and, and heal a lot of stuff that's went on. That say, say somebody, you know, there was a lady... Um, I don't even say where, but it was in Tennessee, who uh, whose father had passed, and they weren't even speaking at the time, and they'd had this rift and everything, and he carried it to the grave. And she was kind of on the fence of whether, but she was whether it was going to work. But she was willing to try, and we don't guarantee it um, when we do this because we're not we're not sure. You know, we can't tell people 100 percent sure uh, that we're going to be able to get a hold of. Their, their relatives, but we did right. use a guide that has came that came to us about what three weeks, three weeks into it maybe, right. 
and and we do recommend if anybody does any kind of spirit box work to work with a guide on that side because Gina is correct in saying that it can be very dangerous. It's nothing to play around with. We actually don't even recommend people doing it. And um, this guide helps us define the people that we're looking for. And this girl in particular, she was able. You know, we 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 asked the people when they come forth to say their name and. We got her father's name, and she still didn't believe it, so she came over, and I asked her to start talking, and she says, uh, ask for, what, what is your nickname? What, what do we call you? And then it came out, and she just burst into tears, and she had one of the, the best sessions that we have did for somebody because he, he just, they, they actually, we just sat back and let her and him talk. It, it went on for four or five minutes, um, and he talked about the sister and uh, his grandchildren, and and you know he was telling her a lot of really nice stuff. And, and it, wow, that's it, that's great. I mean, it was yeah, I, one of the best stories that we have as far as, as helping people, uh, we we did a session for uh, a young lady whose mother had passed away, um, and she had a friend there with her. The friend was actually uh, taking drugs. We we didn't know that at the time. But um, some stuff came out about the friend and about her drug use and, and other stuff. It scared her so bad that, I mean, it scared her straight. Wow, that's great. Yeah, she immediately, like, that week, it, it just scared her so bad that she, she's been sober ever since. And that, to me, that's a great story. <laughs> yeah, that is a great story. Scared straight, literally. <laughs> yes. Right. So, again, like Brad said, we were doing a session for... For this, you know, one girl, but it was her friend that we actually got some information about the friend, too. So you never know what's going to come out. Well, I've got some, uh, or you, you were kind enough to send me uh, four or five examples of some of your work. And some of these are EVPs. Some of them are spirit box. And I know that because of, of our setup here that you're not going to be able to hear what I'm playing. But I want to play some of these and, and kind of let you tell us what was going on and, and the, this first clip that I've got is of uh, someone saying that they're doing all right so I know you know what what it is so yeah, that's, can, uh, that's actually a little spirit box clip I mean it, it was hard it's hard to we got a, a, some examples on our YouTube channel that um, we make little videos from time to time and put some, some of the better examples up there what's so, give everybody your YouTube channel just Halo paranormal Okay, on YouTube, Halo Paranormal. Go to HaloParanormal.com. You can hook right up with us on Facebook from there and also right to our YouTube channel. We don't really have an extensive website. Uh, we just leave those links up there, uh, do most of our stuff through Facebook and, and YouTube. So if they go to HaloParanormal.com, there's links right there for both of us. And okay. We'll take them right to uh, our YouTube channel. we got EDP samples up, uh, quite a few of those, and then we've got two or three uh, videos uh, Three or four minutes long is some, some really great examples of, uh, of, of the, I mean, we just have thousands of these things. But this one here, um, we, the, we had contacted uh, a spirit named Jacob, uh, actually through regular EVP. And sometimes we ask them, we tell them when we're doing an investigation to come back and speak with us through the spirit box if they're, if they're able to do that. And this one, I was just asking, um, we had made contact with this spirit named Jacob, and I was just asking uh, how he was. 
And he, immediate response, very clear, uh, and he says, I'm doing all right tonight. All right. Well, let me let me play that for everybody. This is Jacob saying, I'm doing all right. You may want to turn up your, your speakers a little bit to, to hear this. It's only about uh, four seconds long, so here we go. Hey, Jacob, how are you doing? Well, that actually came through really clear. I mean, you could hear him say, I'm doing all right tonight. I mean, there's... Yeah. It was plain. And sometimes you were lucky to get him like that. A lot of times it, it, it just depends on how the frequencies are coming in, but um, but that's clearly a direct response. Um, you know, male voice, we're asking for Jacob. Immediate direct response to our question. So um, we like those kinds. And this next one that I've got is uh, is actually got Gina in it where she's asking what color is your shirt? And it's almost like the, the person you were speaking to was thinking you were trying to trick them. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, again, Brent and I are always very respectful. So, you know, it wasn't so much I was trying to trick them that it, it's more for research purposes. You know, I mean, I expected them to say, well, uh, he isn't wearing a shirt. But instead, um, we... We, we had a spirit that um, actually sounded upset, so... Well, we were at home, and I didn't have a shirt on. And okay. We did experiments like that, where we're asking, what color is Gina's shirt, or what am I holding, to prove that they can actually see us as we're doing these sessions. And so when when she, <laughs> when she asked that, like she said, we weren't really trying to pull one on them, but we got a response back after she said that, and they said, don't trick us. Wow, that's very interesting. I, so um, <clears throat> that kind of clears up because you're saying that you didn't have a shirt on. I was like, what kind of investigation is that? <laughs> no, no, we, we were just we were at home. <laughs> All right, so let me play this for everybody, and this is about uh, eight seconds long. So once again, you may want to turn up your speakers so you can hear this a little bit more clearly. Can you repeat that? What color is Fred's shirt that he has on? Uh, it came through at the end. You may like have to turn up your speakers to hear that, but it, very clearly at the end, don't trick us. And it was the same voice. And one one of the things that people might not understand, uh, Brett and Gina, is that this this spirit box is scanning through radio frequencies at a phenomenal rate. So it's it's like how many frequencies does it scan through a second? measured like how many frequencies it goes to a second uh i've i don't i mean i've seen that before i don't really remember you know milliseconds actually but i can tell you that um it, it, it scans fast enough that you're not going to get like full sentences uh you know when you do hear radio after you do this for a while you're able to recognize radio pretty easily um you might you might get a word uh, if you're lucky, but to get, you know, we've got, even that was way longer than it would have stayed on any station because the scan is moving so fast. Right, and, and when you're saying a word, you mean you might get a word from a radio station. Yeah, I mean, it, you, it, during the scan, you know, if it catches just right, you might catch a word, and that's, that's it. You're not going to get, like, full sentences and stuff. I mean, we've got, right. we've got full sentences before, you know, so obviously it's not coming from a radio station. It's not going to stay on any particular uh, frequency for that length of time to do that on a regular radio station. Right, and that's that's uh, a very important point that I wanted to, to clear up, and just in case there were people out there who 
aren't really familiar with the spirit box. Yeah, what we're listening for is is in the white noise between uh, actual radio stations, and and really when the scanning is fast, um, you know, and a lot of depending on where you're doing that, uh, the the more rural you get, the better it gets actually because um, you might only pick up just a very small amount of actual radio. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's uh, in fact there's one. Um, Another spirit box that we gave you were, you know, there was an example of a full sentence, no way is it just uh, uh, from a frequency that stayed where you would have that length of time on a scan. Is that the uh, the the Humans Chase Us or the Handsome Like Me one? Uh, no, it's the one that says uh, physically we're quite evil. Oh, oh, yeah. That was actually one that... Uh, I couldn't upload. <laughs> oh, okay. Well. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> well, that one is. I believe that was one of the ones that I have. Uh, we have that one on one of the one of our YouTube. Yeah. If they go to YouTube, that's one of the examples we have up there. But we were we were in a a old farmhouse in a place in a little town in Tennessee called Dull, Tennessee. Actual name. And. Um, wow. They're at. They, they had rented it. Nobody would stay in there, like, literally more than a month and would move out. And we found out uh, from interviews and stuff that the apparently a, a satanic worship and rituals had been going on in this location. And the energy there was really dark. We did we did get quite a few EVPs from uh, regular spirits, even child. We had a couple of child EVPs there. But when we did the spirit box, it, it got pretty... Uh, pretty interesting and we had a couple came through that said demonic forces get out of here wow and like very long sentence uh and we got this one that says physically we're quite evil and it was really loud so uh if your if your audience wants to check that one out they can go to uh one of i'm not sure which one it's on uh on the youtube you know they'll they should be be able to find it uh, pretty easily though Okay. The next, you're talking about the, the one that says uh, humans? Yeah, humans chase us. Let me play that for everybody. Um, hang on here. That's actually, uh, I'll tell you real quick, that is a EVP that we got in an old hospital, and uh, it's two ghosts speaking with each other, which is very rare. Uh, I mean, we captured two separate ghosts saying two separate things, and none of, not only they were they talking to each other, but they were talking about us. Wow. So let me play this. This is uh, what this is what I've got it titled is Humans Chase Us. So once again, you may want to turn up your speakers, everybody. That one was a little bit uh, harder to distinguish. You had to really had to listen to it closely. Let me play it again for everybody. It sounded like a female to me. Was Am I picking up on that right, Brett? Well, it's either female or young boys. Um, one of them, uh, a second one, says humans, and followed by a separate voice that they chase us. Okay, that was a little bit hard to harder to pick up on. Uh, it sounded like there was some water or something in the background. That I wasn't. Well, sometimes it, well, we have to boost them so loud that you'll get ah, water. Okay. Down. And this next one that's talking. I see water in the background because. Uh, it was raining that night we were there, ah. and the place was leaking like 
like the like the Titanic, like, huh? Like the Titanic yeah. going down. Uh, this this next one uh, is uh, talking about how handsome somebody is. So uh, I, I guess they're talking about them that you are as handsome as they are, huh? They somebody that, they obviously were saying something about uh, somebody in our group, and it was kind of funny because uh, the first one is it's pretty well it's full voice that says handsome. And then a couple seconds later, a second voice, which is a little harder to hear, but it's a whisper, and it says, like me. So uh, I guess it shows that ghosts have a sense of humor uh, <laughs> well. So. <laughs> All right, everybody, once again, you may want to turn up your speakers out there. This is uh, a ghost talking about how handsome they are. Here we go. Wow, you, you could, on that one, very clearly distinguish that there were two separate voices the first one says handsome and then a very like whispery voice says like me yeah. Yeah, pretty funny. <laughs> that's pretty rare to catch, catch two of them uh talking together like that and uh, observing us at the same time so proves that not only can they see us but they can also communicate amongst themselves yeah which um is is an interesting finding because generally, especially when you, once again, I hate to keep referring to this, but once you, if if all you know is watching these TV shows or whatever, you don't get that kind of of uh, interaction that's shown on the TV shows, and and people don't generally think that, you know, ghosts or or spirits are everywhere. So if I can talk to you, why can't I? talk to you when we're both on some different plane right oh absolutely yeah and we tell people that all the time um ghosts are everywhere i mean they are everywhere they are it doesn't have to be some creepy old uh broken down gothic looking house you know uh there's there's some places that, that we've been in that would just blow your mind that they have activity there and and uh there's some there's some places that are new because it can doesn't have to be necessarily the house. I mean, it could be an object in the house. It can be the land. It can mm -hmm. be the people in the house. Probably somewhere else. I mean, there's a lot of reasons, but um, you know, pe people should realize. I mean, we've been in commercial establishments, businesses, and pick stuff up. So uh, they're they are literally everywhere. They are, and people. That's something that people don't don't realize. They think you know, oh, well, it's the old abandoned creepy house, or you know the cemetery or the hospital or or whatever but you know they spirits can be literally anywhere and one of the things that I have have always told my viewers or my listeners excuse me over the course of the years is you know you, you don't really have need to be afraid of spirits uh, mainly because whatever they were in life they're going to be in death. You're 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 not going to change. You know, you're not suddenly if you were a nice person in life when you die, you're not suddenly going to become evil just because you're dead. You know, so don't fear the spirits. Yeah, that personality absolutely carries over and um and sometimes some of the darker stuff that comes around is really that and gets mistaken for something maybe a little more sinister. Mhm. Mm um and I mean, it's like if you're a 
if you're an a-hole in this life, and you know you're, you're probably going to be the same thing over there. <laughs> yeah. Even get, it might even get enhanced a little bit. You know, if, you, if, especially yeah. if you're not where where you think you're supposed to be, or things aren't going exactly as maybe what you thought was going to happen, um, and, and sometimes that kind of creates even more animosity, more anger, and they want to take it out on on us. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, there's never been uh, a, the only case of a ghost ever been reported of actually killing somebody is the Bell Witch story, and that is very, very um, up, up for discussion, shall we say. Questionable. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I don't know, people, I guess it's just, once again, it's the fear of the unknown. Um, a ghost uh, can, can make your life miserable, but there's never been ever really a legitimate case of, of uh, a ghost killing anybody. Speaking of the Bell Witch, have you you seen the movie with with Donald Sutherland? What's it called? An American Haunting. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, we, we saw it. What'd you think about it? Uh, <laughs> um, I thought it put a very unique spin on yeah. uh, on the story, and it. I'm not saying that that's actually what happened, but I, I do think it's a very interesting spin on the story because. Um, you know, if there was abuse there, um, and we know the mind is a very powerful thing, mm-hmm. then this could be something that the the young girl who was experiencing the abuse could have manifested herself. I've got the reason I ask is because I I've got a movie that actually came out prior to this one, and I think it's called The Bell Witch Haunting. Don't quote me on that it was an independent film that was shot locally here in tennessee and a, a very good friend of mine her her father had a role in it not a one of the supporting cast he wasn't like the main character but i thought that that movie was actually better than the big budget production so i, I i'll uh i'll try to dig that up and let you borrow it yeah we'd like to yeah it'd be interesting yeah. yeah and um we kind of got off track here i've, I've got one last evp that i want to uh, or, or is this a spirit box? This is the one where the person is calling herself her Beatrice. Is this a spirit box? This this is a spirit box. Okay. This is a kind of an interesting, funny story because uh, I was in the, the master bath uh, of our house, and uh, you know, I I do hear quite often. Uh, I'll hear him speaking to me, you know, clear audience, and. We do bring stuff home. We've had quite our uh, quite a lot of things happen uh, at our house, and we will we will we we try not to do that, but sometimes it just happens. And you know, we we've had just numerous events. I mean, full body stuff appearing by our bed, our covers pulled off, banging on the wall, stuff moved on and on and on. And um, I I'm in the bathroom, and I hear a woman say something to me. So I come out and I ask Gene, I said, did you, did, were you saying something to me? He says, no, I didn't say a word. So I kind of was like, well, you know, there's a possibility of the spirit trying to get a hold of me. And about two or three days later, it happened again. Once again, I was getting ready to shave. All of a sudden, I hear this lady say something. I can't quite make out what she's saying. And I tell Gene about it again. Um, and so she says, well, what why don't we just do like an EVP session in the bathroom, which we did. We picked up five or six things, 
in the bathroom. And we picked up five or six EVPs in our master bath at our house. Wow. So there you go. Um, and oddly enough, one of them was a guy. But um, hmm. so we decided, we did this. We just said, look, we're going to, we can communicate with you better through the spirit box. And uh, we're going to, we try to explain it to them. Because if we're dealing, you know, a lot of times they don't understand the technology that we're using, and we, we try to explain to them how this works, what we wanted to do. And so we did, and we picked up uh, this clip, and um, there's, an, uh, we, I think I was asking, like, who it was at the time, and we you can hear an older, it sounded like an older lady, um, say her name, Beatrice. And then um, a few seconds later, another female voice, which sounds like a different person, uh, toward the end of the clip, says the name Beatrice again, which, uh, you know, Beatrice is not a common name, so, uh, and to get it twice like that. Uh, but we went on to get, uh, she had told us, basically it was the same thing we were talking about earlier. She was lost and she wanted help, and she came to us for that. All right, well, let's play this clip. This is about 17 seconds. Once again, you may want to turn up your speakers out there. This is, uh, well, some spirit box section sessions uh, down in the bathroom. Here we go. Who is it? Who is the spirit? Woman spirit that's speaking to me in this bathroom. What is your name? Yeah, you could hear two distinct different uh, voices. The The last one was more uh, breathy, as I like to say, but you did get, you could hear the, the B on the first one very clearly. The, the, the second one, the Beatrice, you, you could hear that totally, but that's very interesting to get that in the, the bathroom of your home. Yeah, and then once again, a direct response to what we were asking, uh, but we got more than that. Um, like I said, we, we were able to find out like what she wanted, and you know, we did our best to help her. And my theory on that is, you know, we may miss a lot of times that, uh, you know, if a spirit is trying to get our attention, because you, I think throughout the day you have all these distractions, noise. Um, you know, I think she was catching Brett at a time where she knew he'd be by himself and, and, he, and everything was quiet, which, well, you know, just happened to be the bathroom. Well, what was she, did you ever figure out why she was trying to contact you? Because obviously you never knew anyone named Beatrice. Well, actually, I have a grandmother uh, that was named Beatrice. No way. Yeah. <laughs> so was it her? I, well, I, I mean, really, we I, I'm not sure. Um, you know, we did try to, you know, as we were doing the spirit box communication, we were trying to, to help her as far as, you know, telling her what to do to, to move on or, or what can we do for you. Very interesting. I would like to... A lot of them are really... There, there does seem to be a light on the other side, and a lot of them are really afraid to go into that light for various reasons. Um, it could be from fear of what's going to happen to them, maybe because of their religious beliefs, they think that if they go into the light, maybe they weren't such a great person, they're going to get cast into, you know, a lake of fire or whatever, or um, just the fear that they don't know what's going to happen to them, and they're where they're at, they can still see uh, familiar surroundings, and it feels sort of as safe as it can be, 
And so they just, they, they stay. But uh, in this case, this lady said she was lost. So I think it was another case where she just didn't know what to do. What she, like she, Maybe she passed suddenly and she was just, she literally, she didn't seem to have anybody on the other side to help her. Um, and she just didn't know what to do. Do you feel that you were able to help her? Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, you know, we, we did uh, try to explain to her what was going on, what we felt was going on, and we did uh, try to ease her fear of going into the light, and we told her there would be others there to meet her, to help her across. And after we did that, I had no more communications uh, we, you know, from her, didn't hear anything else at all um, after that. So we can, we, there's no way to know, of course, but we feel that we probably did uh, give her what she needed to, to move on. Well, speaking of going into the light, that just proposed, posed an interesting question in my head. If people go into the light, say there seems to be a light, once they go to the light, are they able to come back and, you know, into not necessarily this exist like they were before, but can they come back into, you know, into our world and interact with us again? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's I, we think it's like the energy thing. That's why a lot of times people, will, even when they're visiting a cemetery, that you will feel the president, presence of that person that you're visiting, but you always have this bond, and if you're thinking thought is energy, you're there, you're thinking about the person, that person can feel that energy, that connection, and and, and transcend from, uh, you know, that's free will. Uh, we do believe, you know, God gives you free will, um, and that's, to us, that's the difference between a spirit and a ghost. Uh, you know, ghost, a ghost has never went through the light. They don't have that kind, they're, they're really stuck. Uh, a spirit has evolved and went through, and they can come and go at will. That's an interesting theory. Um, we're kind of running a little over time here, so real quick, I don't want to cut you off, but I want to ask you, you got on a television show in, where was it, Bulgaria? Yes. How in the world, Brett and Gina, did you two wind up on a television show over there? Of all places, how did you get there? Well, we were actually contacted by the the uh, TV host that was on on the show from Bul from Bulgaria. She emailed us. And I, I want to say that she found us on maybe MySpace. Mm -hmm. My with John Lear. Okay. She she somehow found us. And she she emailed us and honestly at first I kinda thought I wasn't sure what to think. I almost thought it was like a gag or a spam or something. <laughs> but we actually emailed her back because she, you know, she said, you know, I, I've listened to your evidence. Uh, you know, I'm very impressed. I'd like to have you on my television show. Would you be interested interviewing via Skype? And we contacted her back and, um, you know, stayed in contact with her for a while, set up, a, set up an interview with her via Skype, which they – recorded and then later you know put it into their program wow that's very well done it was uh, the production value rivaled anything that we have in the state 
And it was kind of funny for us because they kind of did a take on the, the X-Files with us with the Mulder and Scully thing <laughs> and, and kind, of, kind of tied that in. So we got a big kick out of it. Uh, are are we able to view that online? Is there a link to that show or anything that you know of? There is a, um, I mean, there is a, a website to get to that show, but I don't know if our link is still up there for for our particular show. I'm not sure. We had it on our uh, link on our Facebook page for a while, but I'm not sure if it's still yeah. there or not. Well, what, what been on there? Uh, been featured on there two other times, but it hasn't been a live interview. She's uh, just. Uh, talk about us and, and feature some, some of our evidence and stuff. And What's the name of the show, Brett? The New Files. The New Files. So uh, all you webheads out there, look at the New Files. Do a Google search for the New Files. Maybe you can see Brett and Gina Oldham. Yeah, the host is uh, Sophia Savella. Hmm, say that three times fast. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> well, we're, we're running out of time, guys, and actually we're running a little over time. It's been so fascinating. I kind of have just kept on going so I, I appreciate you spending a little extra time with me this evening i'd really like to get you guys back on the show again so we can continue some conversations because you guys have a lot of interesting stories to tell and we've just really touched the tip of the iceberg of of halo paranormal so if you're if you're open to it sometime in the very near future i'd like to get you two back on the show if you if you're open oh, to sure. it. Yeah, yeah we would love to i mean you know there's still a lot of other topics that uh, we're interested in, like Fred said, the alien abductions and, uh, you know, cryptozoology, all that stuff. So we'd love to come back. Well, I'm, I'm with you. I, uh, my, my interests are, are varied. I don't just focus just on the spirits and the ghosts and the hauntings and stuff like that. I, I focus a lot on cryptozoology and, and other what I call unexplained mysteries. And my latest thing is I'm really big on the uh, ancient alien theory. Um, mm -hmm. And I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to get some of your, your viewpoints on that. So maybe we can talk about that next time you come on the show. Yeah, we've actually, uh, we've kind of went that down that road with uh, spirit box research, believe it or not. And uh, we've got some, some really interesting things we've never released to the public, but, uh, it is a, it is one of our top interests, no doubt. I'd be interested to hear some of your uh, what you've got that you've never released to the public. If you'll play it for me in private, that would be great. Because ancient alien theory is that's that's my latest thing that I that I'm really been studying a lot about. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, I, did, I actually just wrote a little bit of. Uh, I'm writing a new book right now that has to do with uh, alien abduction, and I covered some of that in the book. Oh, great, great. When when is your book? Uh, when's it going to be out? Um, I'm hoping sometime before the end of the year. And what's the name of the book? Called Children of the Grays. And where is it going to be? Uh, like a Amazon Kindle thing, or is this going to be something that's going to be in the bookstores? It, it's it's going to be both. I'm definitely going to do the uh, the, the Kindle route. Uh, that seems to be where everything's going now. Uh, I know Gene and I both we're always downloading Kindle books. I mean, yeah, and we love it. <laughs> so uh, it, it's definitely going to do that. But I've got uh, some some great contributors uh, to it as well, and um, I got uh, Dr. Greg Little that's been on the History Channel, uh, works with the Edgar Casey Foundation, he uh, did a search for Atlantis, he did two or three specials on the History Channel and wrote several books, uh, uh, Brent Raines, a uh, well-known UFO researcher, mm -hmm. Andy Nichols from the Alien Research Group, uh, and 
author, and he's did a, a ton of stuff as well. And uh, and Brad Steiger has graciously agreed to contribute as well. So nice. Uh, we got some great people lined up that's contributed to it. It's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be jam packed. I'm really excited about it. We'll be looking for it to come out. And tell me tell me the title once again so everybody knows. Uh, Children of the Grays. Children of the Grays. So that is uh, Brett Oldham's latest book, Children of the Grays. Look for it to come out hopefully before the end of the year. Just keep me posted, and I'll um, put an announcement on my, my Facebook page and my website for you. Oh, okay. appreciate that. But it's about time to wrap things up. This has been a, a very – time has just flown by. It's been a great interview, and, and I have found that that always happens with me. When I get someone that I that I have that's a, that's a great interview, the time seems to just fly by in the blink of an eye. Uh, I really appreciate the two of you appearing here on Parareality Radio. Everyone, this has been Brett and Gina Oldham from Halo Paranormal. They actually are Halo Paranormal. If you want to get in touch with them, you can go to haloparanormal.com. Or you can email them. Is it okay to give your email address out? Or? Sure, sure. Oh, what's it? It's haloparanormal1 at hotmail.com, isn't that? That's it. Yeah. yeah, and it's the number one not written out. Yeah. Yeah, well, so. Can, uh, get, get us uh, through Facebook as well. Halo Paranormal on Facebook, haloparanormal1 at hotmail.com, or you can just go to haloparanormal.com. Brent and Gina Oldham, very interesting couple. A lot of great stuff, a lot of great EVP work, very knowledgeable in the field of not only just the spirit box communications or ITC, but very diverse in the paranormal as a whole. And guys, before I let you go, I always ask my guests the same question, and I'm not going to make any exception with you. If anyone that's listening to this show has... something that they feel like they need help with and they want to get in contact with you, what is the best way for them to do it? And what is your advice to someone who is looking to make contact with a friend, a family, a loved one on the other side? What's, what is your best piece of advice to the way that they should go about it? Well, the contact, uh, we really recommend the, the email uh, we respond to to everybody. Okay. Uh, sometimes it may take us a little while, but we will respond. Um, Imagine you get a lot of email. It doesn't matter uh, what what if it's an abduction scenario, if you're uh, having UFO sightings, um, you, you just ran into Bigfoot in the woods. Uh, <laughs> whatever kind of uh, stuff's happening to you, paranormal wise, uh, entities in your house, any anything like that um we're, we're always open and willing to help to the best that we can and if it's something that that we can't you know we'll we'll refer you to somebody that can and um as far as getting a hold of somebody a loved one uh no doubt it would be the spirit box and uh we would probably tell people as well that their loved ones are around when you know, trust your instincts, trust your your feelings. Um, when, when you feel that, that, that somebody's around, you feel their presence, you probably are. All right. Thank you very much. Jeannie, you got any uh, parting comments you'd like to say before we go? Um, I mean, I think I would just tell somebody that 
uh, if they want to contact a loved one that, I mean, as far as I believe, there is no death. We just go into a different um, energy form. So, uh, I mean, I would be just like what Brett said, just um, if you think that they're there, they probably are there. Don't be afraid to, um, you know, speak, you know, just because you're alone or in an empty room and you feel stupid. Don't be afraid to uh, talk to them because, uh, you know, I can tell you that they're, they're around a lot more than what people actually know and realize. I mean, if they want to just take a basic digital recorder and, and speak to them, um, and, and record that because a lot of times that's the only way that they're ever going to be able to hear them. Um, I mean, like we, said, we don't really recommend somebody actually getting, buying a spirit box and just taking it home and turning it on and start trying to talk to somebody. It, it just really doesn't work that simple. But uh, but if they knew somebody that, that, that did uh, do spirit box work and did it properly, then we would we would recommend that above anything. But you could just take a digital recorder uh, at your house or wherever you want, wherever you were feeling the presence, and just speak to them as if they were there. And that, a lot of times, uh, you know, we know a lady that did that that's, uh, about two or three different times now that she's got uh, her mother uh, has spoke to her. And uh, you can, you know, don't have any time to go into software and stuff, but a lot of times you can just put on some good headphones and hear it back on your recorder without even analyzing it through software. Wow. That's very, very good information for everybody out there, anybody out there who may think that they feel the presence of their loved one or who just wants to try to get in touch with someone from the other side. Get yourself a digital recorder, open your mind up, get in a quiet place, especially if it's a place where you feel the presence and just start talking to them. Brett and Gina Olam, thank you very much for being on the show. I'm going to let you guys go and I'll be in touch with you very soon. And once again, been a great interview and I really appreciate you guys being on the show. Really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you guys again. And uh, like I said, I'll be getting in touch with you very soon. We'll talk to you guys later, okay? Thanks. Thanks. All right. Good night. Good night. Everybody, that was my special guest on the show, Brett and Gina Oldham from Halo Paranormal. I'm going to try and trying to adjust my microphone. It's trying to fall off of the desk. So you may hear some noise here as I try to. Uh, Right, my microphone and keep it from falling. That's my fear is that it's going to fall off of the the desk here, the broadcast console before the show ends. <laughs> Ooh, that would be great. Hey, just one more thing: when you're doing Parareality Radio, if you've been a long time listener to the show, you know that uh, anything can happen on the show. But everybody, I hope that you enjoyed the show this evening. Let me know what you thought about it by sending me an email to Sandman at parareality.com. Speaking of parareality.com, that is my website. Just go there, www.parareality.com, and you can listen to the show. You can listen to past episodes. You can find out all kinds of information about me, what's going to happen here on Parareality Radio. And like I said, you can listen to the show from there as well. You can listen to current episodes, past episodes. You can listen to my old Live 365 shows. You can even listen to some of my old WRFN shows. Um... Don't forget to uh, check out me. Check me. Check out me. That was great. Don't forget to check me out on Facebook as well. Just go to facebook.com 
slash sandman.parreality. You can also hear the show from there as well, and you can find out more about what's going on in the world of parareality. Now, I've got a couple of big announcements, what, I, what I'm going to call big announcements to make on the show tonight. Normally, I would do another show at the first of first Monday of the month, so my next show would be coming up on, uh, what is it, uh, Thursday, October the 1st. Or, excuse me, Thursday, November the 1st. However, since it is Halloween, or the month of Halloween, I'm going to be doing some specials here, excuse me, on Parareality Radio. My next show is actually going to be on Monday, October the 15th, which is a couple of weeks away. And what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be having a special show. We're going to be playing horror trivia on the show. So I'm going to have three random guests that are going to be talking to me here on the radio, and we're all going to be doing horror trivia. So here is the deal. If you are a listener of this show and you would like to play horror movie trivia with me, Sandman, here on Pair Reality Radio, and this is going to be a live show. This is going to be my first live show. So if you want to play horror movie trivia with me, here's what you need to do. Okay, you need to get in touch with me. Send me an email or get in hold get a hold of me on my Facebook page. My email address one more time, sandman at parareality.com or just post something on my Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash sandman.parareality. I need to know why you would make a good horror movie trivia opponent here on Parareality Radio because you are going to be playing against me and a few other people. So I need three people. The three people will be chosen from who writes the best reason why you would make a good horror movie trivia opponent with me here on Parareality Radio. So we're going to look for emails. We're going to read them. And whoever has the best email is going to win a chance to appear on Parareality Radio. Now, if you're local in the Nashville area, you can come to the Parareality Radio studio, or we can just do it over the telephone if you're not local to the Parareality, to the uh, Nashville area. So this is going to be uh, an experiment. We're going to see how this is going to go. Hopefully it's going to go okay. I, I, I would like to get three people. Hopefully I can get a couple at least to play horror movie trivia with me here on Parareality Radio live on the first live broadcast. Now, what's the winner going to get? You're thinking, hey, we're playing a game. Winner ought to get something, right? Yes, the, win the winner of the show is going to get a prize package. The prize package is going to be every radio show that I have from my WRFN days. You'll get a CD with MP3 files of every radio show that I've ever done on WRFN. You will get a randomly chosen horror movie poster. I've got several, and I'm going to just randomly choose one that I'm going to give. 
And you will also get, in your size, of course, the Parareality Radio Official Logo T-shirt. So that's the prize package. And who knows, you may even get something else if I can find some uh, other prizes to give around here. So the winner that gets the grand prize package of the official Parareality Radio T-shirt, a randomly chosen horror movie poster, and every episode that I own from my days at WRFN. So send those emails in. Let me know why you would make a good horror movie trivia opponent against me, the ultimate horror movie fan. And if you have one of the three best reasons, I'll pick you to be on the show and play horror movie trivia against me on Monday, October the 15th. The show is going to be at 8 o'clock in the evening, Central Standard Time. That's 8 o'clock in the evening, Central Standard Time, on Monday, October the 15th, live show, Horror Movie Trivia. So turn on, tune in, and find out. My other big announcement is this. On Halloween, which is going to be on a, what's that, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday this year, on Halloween, I am going to be showing a horror movie live on the Internet. Now, it's going to be broadcast from my live stream channel. For more information about all this, you need to go to parareality.com or check out sandman.parareality on Facebook. Okay, I'm going to have a choice between one of three movies that I'm going to be showing for the Parareality uh, movie night. The one that has the most votes is going to be the one that I'm going to show. So I'm going to pick three movies, and I'm going to get a poll going, and the one with the most votes is going to win, and I'm going to show it Halloween evening at 8 o'clock. That's Wednesday, October the 31st at 8 o'clock. All the information that you'll need, you'll be able to find on my Facebook page or on parareality.com. I'm going to be posting that within the next couple of days, and I'll have the movies lists, the poll will be up, and you guys can uh, pick and choose. And I'll host a live movie night thanks to Livestream.com. So those are my two big announcements. And uh, hopefully these things will, be, will go off without a hitch. We're going to see the movie night I'm pretty good with. The live horror movie trivia on the 15th. Not so sure how that's going to go, because this is uh, something that I kind of hastily put together here. But uh, that's what I'm going to do. So email me, sandman at com if you want to be one of the live opponents for me on Horror Movie Trivia Night, which is going to be Monday, October the 15th. So turn on, tune in, and find out on October the 15th at 8 o'clock Central Standard Time to see what's going to happen. Hopefully it'll be <laughs> hopefully it'll go off without a hitch. And the next actual episode of Parareality Radio that's going to be normal scheduled showtime is going to be actually on Monday, October. Excuse me, I keep saying October. It's going to be on what is it? November. Look at the damn calendar here. 
It's going to be on Monday, November the 5th, 2012. Had to bust out the calendar. Jesus, I couldn't see. But that's the next regular scheduled Parareality Radio. It's Monday, October the 5th, 2012. The topic is going to be, and this is going to be the first time that I have ever done a topic that is about a, a, a subject that's, for the most part, pretty much, we'll say 99%, totally, completely, 100% made up that's not, uh, you know, cryptozoology or ghosts or anything like that. You know, you, you keep your mind open. Those can be real or they can they cannot be. I'll respect your opinion. But the topic that I'm going to have for the next regular Parareality radio show in November is going to be the Slender Man. Now, this is something that I have found out about here just recently, and I've actually become fascinated with this topic. Um, the Slender Man, if you don't know who the Slender Man is or what this phenomenon is, you need to just do a Google search for Slender Man. I'm going to do a show on the Slender Man on November the 5th, Monday, November the 5th, and I, I've got some theories about Slender Man, and I'm fascinated by this subject, this topic of Slender Man, it has basically for the last month consumed my life and I felt compelled to do a show about Slender Man. So that's going to be what the next show is going to be in November, Monday, November the 5th, 2012. Going to be doing a show about the Slender Man, so make sure you turn on, tune in, and find out. Well, I've gone way, way over time. We've got a 90-minute show plus so uh i'm gonna sign off everyone i hope that this radio program opens your mind up to new ways of thinking expands your consciousness and produces a change in the way that you see the world if you wish to change you must lift the veil of ignorance that has been cast over your eyes only then will you see the true power of the universe i hope that you have a wonderful evening and i'll see you again on october the 15th for horror movie trivia night 8 o'clock p.m. Central Standard U.S. Time. Going to leave you with what I think is an appropriate song. I always try to pick you know, some appropriate songs here. Going to leave you with what I think is an appropriate song to end the show with. Since we're talking about uh, spirits and stuff like that, I'm going to leave you with Human Touch by Rick Springfield. Have a good evening, everybody, and I will see you on October the 15th for Horror Movie Trivia Night. Then again, the 31st for movie night here on Parareality Radio. Turn on, tune in, and find out. Parareality.com, Facebook.com, Sandman.Parareality. Good night, everybody.
Mountains